Magandang gabi po sa inyong lahat. If you have your Bibles, please turn them to the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 1. I praise the Lord for continually protecting our church family, particularly our church leadership. Obviously, if one of our church leaders uh, 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 contract the virus, our services will be affected. So we greatly appreciate your prayers for us and our family. No? Hindi man namin na-announce na kami ni Pastor Greg nasa ano din, lighthouse bubble. <laughs> so ano lang kami, bahay, office, bahay, office, and try to really uh, keep ourselves uh, away from the virus so that we could continue to have uh, worship services. Uh, praise the Lord for the answer to prayer last Sunday. Uh, we really prayed that the Lord will uh, uh, weaken and uh, redirect the typhoon, and He did. Um, and uh, we praise the Lord for that. And praise the Lord for the opportunity today to continue to worship Him. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 6. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, son of Edo, saying, The Lord was very angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers to whom the former prophets cried out. Thus said the Lord of hosts, return from your evil ways and from your evil deeds. But they did not hear or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did they not overtake your fathers? So they repented and said, As the Lord of hosts purposed to deal with us for our ways and deeds, so has he dealt with us. Let's pray. Father, thank you once again for giving us the opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord, for keeping our church family, particularly our church leadership, safe and healthy. Thank you also, Lord, for giving us fair weather today. And most especially, thank you for giving us your scriptures, your spirit, and your son, without whom, Lord, we cannot approach you boldly with an open face. So, Father, as we come before you, we pray, Lord, that indeed you will fill us with your presence. May you, Lord, speak from heaven. May you, Lord, touch our hearts. And may you help us, Lord, to remember who you are. Help us to return to your ways and help us re repent from our sins so that we may indeed experience revival, blessings, and joy in our life. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I've mentioned now during our Sunday school time that we'll be studying the book of Zechariah as I preach, no, Lord willing, uh, either in the morning or in, in the evening. And uh, many of you will ask, who is Zechariah? And as we have discussed kanina, Zechariah is a young man uh, who was part of that uh, first batch of cap captives na nagbalik from Babylon. Among that 50,000 mentioned in Ezra chapter 5. And uh, according to this passage and in other passages, he is the son of Berekiah and the son of Ido, a priest. So by lineage, actually mga pari sila. Uh, and uh, during the during the Babylonian captivity, obviously they cannot, they cannot worship the Lord in a in a temple. Walang templo, no? So they cannot function in a priest. But during that time, God called Zechariah and be a prophet instead. 
Uh, several things na, na pwede pa natin pag-usapan as we talk about the man Zechariah. Not only he is uh, uh, a son of Berekiah and a uh, grandson of Edo, he is also a contemporary ni Haggai and perhaps even si Malachi. And as we noted kanina sa ating Sunday School, if you would contrast the two prophets, it seems like Haggai is an older prophet whereas si Zechariah is a younger one. Uh, Haggai's message is one of conviction or convicting. Whereas as we shall see, Zechariah's message is most about comforting. Uh, makikita natin yan as we study the book. Uh, another thing worth mentioning about this man, his name literally means God remembers. And uh, his father's name, Berekiah, means God blesses. And yung grandfather niya, his name means at the appointed time. And during this time that Israel is kind of discouraged, uh, because of the situation that they're in, the troubles, the difficulties they face, we will dare say kind of disappointed. No? Kasi the promises to Abraham, to David are not yet realized. And they're still under Gentile rule. Uh, napakaganda na itong message ng pangalan nila. No? God blesses, God remembers, God blesses at His appointed time. And so we begin no, itong pag-aaral itong tao na ito as well as His message. But perhaps some of you ask, why Zechariah? Um, uh, among the 66 books uh, in the Bible, why choose Zechariah? Uh, well, as I explained, una, uh, we've studied Haggai uh, earlier this year, and then we just finished studying Malachi, and so nasa gitna yung Zechariah. So, mahirap naman nalampasan siya, di ba? Uh, another practical reason is that Pastor Rabbi is preaching through Corinthians, Pastor Greg is preaching to uh, to through First John, uh, ako naman napilit na preach ng Old Testament kasi puro New Testament sila. So we try to have balance no, sa, sa pulpit natin. It's studying both, both halves of Scripture, New Testament and Old Testament. And dahil mabait ako, pinagbibigyan ko sila lagi na, sige, New Testament na lang kayo. Ako na lang, ako na lang sa Old Testament. No? Nibali na ako na mahirapan. Sige, basta ito, no, okay na sa inyo. Okay? Uh, may konting biro lang po doon. No? But again, we, 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 try to, uh, we try to emphasize you know, the study of both, both Testaments. So that's why I'm forced to preach on, on Old Testament books. No? But practically, uh, as I study this book, and as I mentioned before, there's a commentary written by my professor. This book is very, uh, very special. It's difficult. I, I, would, I would admit that. Medyo mahirap siyang... Pag-aralan, mahirap, mas lalo na mahirap na ituro. But there's a lot of blessings that I think if we would uh, give, give in the time and effort to understand this book, that there's a message for us. And uh, make no mistake na po, even the Old Testament is God's word for New Testament believers. Amen? That if we would really uh, submit ourselves under the inspiration or the authority of Scripture, and as for the Spirit's guidance, we will find that the Old Testament uh, has a lot of truth that will help us uh, in our relationship with God and strengthen our faith in the Messiah. And uh, another practical reason is that I think this have been trying times. And as I study the book of Zechariah, I see a lot of parallels or similarities the situation among Israelites uh, during our time. And I think some of that will uh, show dito sa pag-aaral natin, dito sa first chapter. 
And so there you go. Now we will study the book of Zechariah. And particularly tonight, we'll study chapter 1, verse 1 to 1, verse 6, which is an introduction to the eight apocalyptic visions found in chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. So introduction lang po ito. No? And in the coming weeks, Lord willing, we'll study each vision and see kung ano yung message ng bawat vision para sa atin. And as we study tonight, no, ito yung particularly matutunan natin. A simple truth that God wants His people to return to Him. Napaka-simple. God wants His people to return to Him. Okay, three things I'd like you to see. This is a passage na to. Number one, that God wants His people to remember. Tingnan natin, Zechariah 1.1. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, son of Edo, saying, The Lord was very angry with your fathers. Okay. So, as a true uh, Old Testament prophet, Zechariah begins as some of the Old Testament prophets do, or, do, or does. No? Um, itong pagsisimula sa date in the 8th month, in the 2nd year of Darius this is actually the prototype ng mga prophetic messages if you go back now by way of cross-reference Isaiah chapter 6, pansinin nyo how Isaiah begins his prophecy Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1, tingnan lang natin no? and I like to establish yung yung authority at the same time credibility nitong, uh, itong prophet na to uh, Isaiah is one of the prophets, uh, the mo more famous. And notice how he begins yung kanyang prophecies, Isaiah 6.1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of, uh, train of his robe filled the temple. Um, now, if you pay attention, no, sa Isaiah 6.1 and Zechariah 1.1, prophecies both begin with a date, a historical date. Huh? And this phenomenon, hindi lang ito makikita sa Isaiah and Zechariah. This is also true sa Jeremiah, if you would. Jeremiah chapter 1. Huh? Jeremiah chapter 1. And dito tayo sa verse, uh, verse 3. Huh? Verse 3. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of jo Josiah, king of Judah, and until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, until the captivity of Jerusalem in the fifth month. No? Obviously, that's kind of the end of his introduction, but the point is, uh, the prophets, when they write their prophecies, they begin with a date to kind of give you a background of the times that they are in. No? Now, what is striking is that instead of beginning with the reign of a Jewish king, balikan natin Zechariah, ano sabi sa Zechariah? In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius. And Darius is not a Jewish king. So, beyond dating the prophecy, or giving us a date kung kailan niya binigat itong prophecy nito, that introduction gives us kind of a discouraging background. That this man prophesied during the time of what we call in the, in the New Testament, the times of the Gentiles. So if you remember, diba, when Daniel was in captivity, Okay, uh, uh, through his uh, faith and at the same time his repentance to the Lord, God revealed to him that there will be 70 years of captivity. And beyond that, there will be a times of the Gentiles in which no Davidic king will sit on the throne. 
but rather these different powers. And as we know from history, no, Assyria, Babylonia, Medes and Persia, and then the Romans. And until this time, there is still no Davidic king sitting on the Jewish throne. Wala pa din. No? And we live yeah, in the times of the Gentiles. The Gentiles are the one uh, ruling, particularly over Israel. And uh, uh, this gives us a background on pinag-aralan natin. Zechariah is preaching to people who came from captivity, no? seven years of captivity, to rebuild the nation, to rebuild the worship and service of God, and were stopped, napigilan sila, for 16 years. And uh, I tried to capture yung excitement, yung feeling no, during our Sunday school time. Pero, can you imagine, no? Uh, after 70 years ng pagiging bihag, pagiging bilanggo doon sa land of Babylon, finally they heard the news. Cyrus is giving us, okay, not only the freedom, but even the, the right to go back to our land. And can you imagine siguro si Ido talking to his grandson, okay, Zechariah, okay, finally God, God fulfilled this word, we're going home, uwi na tayo, di ba? Uh, I cannot tell you no, uh, how, how, how good, how pleasant, okay, that, that lad, kung saan ako pinanganak. No? And you hear the story na, nga, sa, sa, sa bayan natin, ganito, ganyan, ganyan, nung panahon ko, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. And then you imagine this 50,000 people, okay, filled with hope and faith and excitement, traveling back to their country. But as I mentioned, this excitement will soon be cut short. Kasi pagdating nila sa bansa nila, actually walang bansa, walang bakod ng Jerusalem, walang templo, walang walang nagtuturo, walang walang sacrifices, wala lahat. So they had to literally rebuild from scratch. But that did not stop their excitement. Okay? Just a few weeks, binalik nila yung sacrifices. Uh, in less than a year or about a year, naitayo na yung pundasyon ng templo. But as we read from Nehemiah, si Tobias and Balat, no, at saka yung iba pa, they try to make a, make a political issue. And so there was external persecution. And then, as they dedicated the temple, some of the Jews, they were kind of discouraged because they realized this is hopeless, this is helpless, this is pointless, this is unprofitable. To build a temple without a king, no? Ang hirap, no? And true enough, they were discouraged and they stopped. Time passed by, napalitan na si Cyrus, napalitan na ibang hari, and 16 years, ito tayo. Uh, they're still at the same spot where they have been, okay, uh, at the very start. So, yun yung background, no? itong aklat na ito. But as we go beyond the dating, pansinin nyo, uh, this wonderful blessing. In that dark backdrop of the Persian or medicine Persian rule, ano sabi dyan? Zechariah 1.1 1, 1, The word of the Lord. The word of Yahweh. Now, beside Haggai, after Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel, okay, um, there was no other prophets tinawag ang Panginoon. And uh, as uh, Ezekiel and Daniel were serving during the Babylonian captivity, Haggai and Zechariah seemingly were the first prophets na tinawag when they were in the, in the land of Palestine. And God meets them there. You know? uh, 
Not only this is a prophecy of Zechariah, the Bible makes it clear that Zechariah is just an agent. Agent ng po siya. Itong salita natin pag-aaral, hindi po itong salita lang ni Zechariah. It is, ano sabi dyan? The word of the Lord. The word of Yahweh. And it came to the prophet Zechariah. Uh, the word prophet has the idea of a spokesman. Uh, parang press secretary. Uh, his message is not his own. He is just uh, uh, yeah, speaking the words of others, particularly the words of God. In that sense, he is a servant of God, tulad ng mga apostol. And I uh, mentioned already the name of this man, Zechariah, means God remembers. And his father, the son of Berechiah, uh, God blesses. And then his grandfather, Ido, at the appointed time. And I think that's deliberate, no? Considering that there's a time na hindi binanggit yung pangalan ni Zechariah. Uh, in fact, let's go there, no? Punta tayo sa Ezra chapter 5. In the genealogy ng mga taong bumalik sa promised land, it's kind of interesting that the name Berechiah was skipped. No, Ezra chapter 5 or oh, sorry, Ezra chapter uh, yeah, chapter 1 pala chapter 1 no oh, sorry, kahit ako nalito na rin no? yeah, Ezra chapter 1 or chapter 2 so dito sa chapter 2 uh, beginning dito sa verse we can begin sa verse 36, the priest, no? Tapos the Levites, sa verse 40. And then notice all the way down. <clears throat> Nabanggit po dito yung pangalan ni Zechariah. Wait lang po ha. Ezra chapter 5 pala, tama ako. Verse, verse 14. Hindi, malay malay. Sorry, sorry. Ito na nga, na. Oh, sorry. Nehemiah pala tayo. Oh, Nagkalito-lito na po. Nehemiah chapter 12. Sorry, sorry. Nehemiah chapter 12. Verse 1. No? These are the priests and the Levites who came up with Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel. And then jump to verse 16. Eh, pasinin niyo po to. So one of those priests is Ido. And notice the name of his son, of Edo, Zechariah. So this is the same man no, mentioned in Zechariah 1.1. And what is interesting is that, in-skip yung pangalan ni Berekiah, yung kanyang father. Now this is a common phenomenon no, sa genealogy in the Old Testament, that there's a skip. Okay? So some genealogists, hindi, hindi, ano, hindi, uh, hindi exhaustive. Sometimes they skip. Um, this happens, no, wala tayong time to, to look at, no, pero even in one of the kings ng Israel, si Jehu, uh, when, was, when it was given yung kanyang genealogy, nag-skip din sila, no. Uh, primarily, maybe naming the name that is more popular. So, siguro mas popular si Ido. Uh, one theory is that perhaps si Berekiah actually died young. Na ang nagalaga kay Zechariah is si Ido yung lolo niya. But my point is that the fact that uh, in, in Nehemiah, hindi binanggit yung Berekaya, pero dito sa Zechariah, binanggit yung Berekaya, I think it's worth telling. And if you believe in the inspiration, particularly the verbal inspiration of God, I think there's a message in itself dito sa introduction na ito. 
that God wants His people to remember that He blesses. Uh, that's the name of Berekiah. And as I mentioned, this was a tough, difficult time para sa mga Israelites. Uh, they're kind of discouraged. So they're in the promised land, but they don't have the promised king. Right? Uh, they are free, but they are not ruling. No? Um, and God, God, perhaps they're they are wondering, okay, until when, Lord? Hanggang kailan kami maghihintay? Kailan mo tutuparin yung pangako mo sa aming bansa, kay Abraham, kay David? Kailan, kailan, kailan kami uling pagpapalain mo? And uh, in, this, uh, in this statement or in this introduction, I think there's a message. You know what? God remembers Zechariah. God blesses. And then as I already pointed out, the word Edo means at the appointed time. And I think that's key, no? As we evaluate kung ano nangyayari, let's not take for granted yung susunod na mangyayari. Kasi, indeed, the situation could be tough right now, pero katandaan natin, at the end of a storm, there is a rainbow. Diba? Hindi uh, ito yung katapusan ng mundo. God remembers, God blesses, but in His appointed time. May tamang panahon ng Panginoon para dyan. No? So I think that's one, that, uh, one thing that God wants them to remember. But more directly and more succinctly, verse 2, this is what God wants them to remember. Not only that He blesses, but that He punishes. No? Pasinin natin verse 2. The Lord was very angry with your father. So, ano yung message that was given in the second year of Darius that came to Zechariah, son of Berechiah, son of Edo? Well, here's the message. Saying, the Lord was very angry with your fathers. Now, as I mentioned, uh, the book of Zechariah is compared to Haggai, it's a comforting book. But this introduction does not seem comforting. <laughs> Di ba? Kasi uh, salita, the Lord was very angry with your fathers. No? <laughs> May emphasis, no? Galit ang Panginoon. Di ba? Labis ang galit ng Panginoon sa inyong mga ama. Now, as we shall see later on, no? May, mag, magkakaroon ng deliberate contrast. And at the end, makikita natin yung, yung distinction between their fathers and this generation. But God wants them to remember the reason why they are in this discouraging, difficult, disappointing time. Ano yung dahilan for the 70 years in captivity? Ano yung dahilan bakit wala silang king? Bakit wasak ang kanilang bansa? What's the reason? Here's the reason. The Lord was very angry with the past generation. That word very angry connotes the idea that God judged their fathers. Make no mistake, no? totoo po yung nabasa nyo at napakinggan nyo. Ang Diyos po marunong magalit. Uh, I, I know, hindi ito, na, hindi ito masyado naririnig sa panahon natin ngayon. Uh, the message of the day is God is love. No? To the point na para bang God will, will not hate or not be angry. But can I argue, if you truly love, you should also hate. Uh, if you love righteousness, you will hate wickedness. Or to put it simply, kung, kung mahal mo yung kalinisan, magagalit ka sa karumihan. Ha? Hindi pwede ma, 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 mahalin mo yung kalinisan, tapos mahal mo na karumihan. Okay? Uh, and ganun po, God loves, God loves holiness. And so God hates sin. God hates wickedness. 
And uh, ito po yung sabi na po, the Lord was very angry with the Pharisees. That's the reason why they were in exile for 70 years. That's the reason why they are in this tough situation. And mamaya makikita natin, there was disobedience in that generation. There was delay. There was doubt. And so God punishes them. And so dito, uh, this statement kind of uh, dispels their their wishful thinking or any per, kung meron man, perhaps any wishful thinking that they could they could remain the same uh, if there's a thinking na para ba untouchable sila that they are uh, entitled to anything ito yung reminder the lord was angry with your fathers the lord was angry so, anumang reason for them to have a false sense of security, false sense of hope in themselves, it's dispelled by this statement. The Lord was very angry with your fathers. And I think the idea here is that, parang yung sinabi ni Pablo sa Aklat ng Corinthians, these serve as an example for us not to follow. So, well, merong implied dito, no? Ganito yung nangyari noon sa mga tatay nyo. And para bang, hindi lang dinidirekta, no? Huwag nyo silang gagayahin. Actually, gagay sasabihin nyo mamaya direkta. Huwag nyo silang gagayahin. Now, isn't it true that God wants us to continually remember that? That God wants us to remember that He blesses, okay? But in His own time and in His own terms and own conditions. And if you follow His timing and His terms and conditions, remember also this, God, God punishes. God punishes. And as I reflect on this, no, my application, have you ever felt, uh, should I dare use the word, disappointed with God? Have you ever been disappointed with God? There's a book na maniwala kayo sa hindi ng title is Disappointed with God. It's actually penned by Philip Yancey. And we're not disappointed with God. Diba? Alam mo, wow! <laughs> Libro na ganyan? But think about it. Okay? In, in our hum, humanness, have you ever felt disappointed? Years back, no, nung bata pa ako, bata pa rin naman ako, no? I read a book, no, a uh, pamphlet lang about discouragement. And sabi nila, people stop attending church kasi discouraged sila. And discouraged sila of three things. One, they might be discouraged in the church. Siguro feel nila, wala nagmamahala sa kanila, feel nila, hindi sila mahalaga, etc., etc. Kung mga natitisod sila sa iba, that's why they stop. No? They're discouraged with the church or church people, they stop. Some, they stop attending or serving God because they are discouraged with themselves. Hindi nila mapatawad yung sarili nila. No? Uh, feeling nila wala silang silbi, wala silang halaga. No? And that's why they stop serving, attending, reading, whatever. But there's a third classification though. There are people who stop serving God because they are discouraged with God Himself. And I think if you would honest, be honest with yourself, there are times that Satan could tempt us to be disappointed with God. It may be, you know, you have a prayer na matagal mo nang pinagpipray at hanggang ngayon, wala pa rin sagot. Huh? Or maybe may situation na kung saan gusto mong magpa-deliver, no? And as you see, look into your neighbor, para bang sila maayos naman yung buhay nila. Ah, discourage, no? If you go back dito sa context, ito yung dis- disappoint, disappointed nila. They went back in faith, believing that God will promise His word. Okay, ilang taon na, 
kasi go on, no? Pag, pagdating natin sa Malakay, wala pa rin. There's no Messiah. There's no, there's no king. There's no kingdom. And kind of, it's kind of dis- discouraging. If I could take this a step further, no? They go back to their history. Nung panahon ni Solomon, ni David, no? Kung saan ang Israel is the superpower, no? Or even the times ni Joshua, ni Moses, ni Abraham. Lord, saan yung Diyos na naghahati ng Red Sea? Yung Diyos na nagpatigil ng araw? Yung Diyos na nag-raise up kay David na pumatay nung higante? Diba? Saan yung Diyos na yun? No? If, you, if you would really think, no? Lord, bakit hindi na namin naranyang nararanasan yun? Bakit wala nang Moses? Bakit wala nang Joshua? Bakit wala nang David? Wala nang Solomon? Bakit wala na itong mga milagro na to? And I don't know about you, but sometimes I, I, I feel like, Lord, I hear of the story ni D.L. Moody. hear of the story ni, uh, ni John Wesley. Diba? The missionaries, William Carey, Judson, and ever. No? Where is that time that there's a revival? Diba? Also, nagbabasa mo na yeah, thousands of thousands being saved. Christians committing their lives no, for the service of God. Okay, young people like yeah, Jim Elliot wanting to serve the Lord kahit na mamatay sila sa Ocwaidor. When is that time? Diba? Sometimes you can ask, no? Kung ano? Ang tagal ko nang pinagpipray to. No? I don't know, no, kung meron man, no? But I don't, I don't know kung meron, no? But maybe some of you, Lord, ang tagal-tagal ko nang nagpipray dito sa lighthouse na may magpastor o may magpastor's wife. No? Or may lumabas na missionary. Or masave yung mga kapitbahay ko. Or masave yung mga kamag-anakan ko. Or masave yung kasama ko sa bahay. Bakit wala? No? Uh, if we would be honest, there might be some times that indeed we feel like disappointed with God. Parang He's not the same God na pinakita niya sa panahon ni Abraham, Moses, Joshua, David. It seems like God has forgotten us. And that's the sec- second question that I, I want to ask. Has there been any time that you felt God has forgotten you? Na nakalimutan, naka, nakalimutan na tayo ng Diyos? Again, no, go back to the context, no? Pag kinumpara nila, binabasa nila yung Old Testament, nakikita nila, no, yung kamanghamang ang mga ginawa ng Panginoon. Hindi siguro nila mawari mo isip, Lord, bakit ngayon? No? Bakit ngayon ganito? But you know what? During those uh, disappointing or frustrating times, there's a reminder. God remembers and God blesses. Amen? at His appointed time. Amen? Second truth I'd like you to see. Not only God wants His people to remember, God wants His people to return. Now, tignan natin, verse 3. Therefore say to them, okay, same message, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Two things na gusto kong pansin ninyo dito. Number one, notice the command. The command to return. Simple lang, no? Pero what's kind of interesting here is that three times binanggit yung pangalan ng Diyos. And each time, parehong title. The Lord of hosts. Yahweh of the armies. Yahweh of the armies. Yahweh of the armies. In one verse, ah, In one verse. Three times binanggit. Therefore say to them, thus declares the Lord of hosts. 
return to me, says, The Lord of hosts. And I will return to you, says, The Lord of hosts. Now, pag nang isang bagay, inulit ng tatlong beses sa isang statement, anong ibig sabihin? God wa- wants to emphasize that. He is the Lord of armies. Now, two things here. One, that He has the authority to command this. I am Yahweh. I am the Father, the Creator of Israel. And I control all the armies. I have the authority. So, implication, you obey me. You have to, you have to follow. Nabanggit ko na sa inyo. I was angry with your fathers. I punished them. That's enough lesson for you to, 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 to learn that I am serious. When I say something, you listen and you obey. Amen? I think that's the, isa sa mga emphasis dito. But the other thing is that there's a comfort here. The, the one who is uh, who's commanding has authority, has power. So kung ano yung kagustuhan niya, magagawa niya. Whether you like it or not, actually. No? And that's comforting kasi when you follow a general, you don't want to follow a general na walang army. Tama? You want to follow a general that has power. Tama? And that's encouraging. That It's both the reason and at the same time the motivation for obedience. Um, but in addition to that, notice the cost for the return. Ano yung dahilan? Bakit kaila dapat sila daw magbalik sa Panginoon? Well, God says it simply. Return to me, says the Lord of hosts. I will return to you. So, balita sa context. You ever felt like I've forgotten you? I have forsaken you? I have left you? Well, hindi sinabi ng Panginoon that He did. But here's the thing. If you return to me, I will return to you. And my echo dito na pagdating sa James, no, draw nigh unto God, and He will draw nigh unto you. No? Come unto me, all thee that ye labor, and I will lay then, and I will give you rest. So there's this, there's this beautiful picture of prodigal son, that as you return to the Lord, God will welcome you. God will come to you. God will bless you. That's the implication here. No? And again, uh, as we noted sa Malachi, God does not bring up sin just for the sake of rebuking. God brings up sin for the sake of reconciliation and restoration. Gusto niyang ibalik yung relasyon niya sa kanyang bansa, sa kanyang bayan. Gusto niyang ibalik yung kanyang pagpapala. But He cannot do so if they will not return to Him. And by the way, now, this will be a point of emphasis. The promises to Abraham, to Moses, to David, yes, there were, those were given uh, unconditionally. Okay? And we shall see God will fulfill those in the coming of Jesus Christ. But here's the thing, that does not negate the responsibility of each generation to trust and obey God. Tulad ni Abraham, Moses, and David. That if they, were, if they will be part of that blessings, in Abraham, David, and, um, and Moses, they should have the faith in Abraham, Moses, and David. And that's the problem. Now, instead, Lord, why have you brought us here? They have, to, they have to remember, God did not brought them there. It was them who brought them in this situation. And the solution to the problem is simple. Return to the Lord. Manumbalik kayo sa Panginoon. Um... We will emphasize this na in the coming weeks. All of the eight visions actually are comforting messages. Uh, common denominator among all of them is that God will bless Israel. 
But why, why begin with the call of repentance? Well, here's the thing. You cannot expect God to bless if you don't have a repentant heart. If I can put it this way, repentance is the foundation of God's blessing. Uh, that unless people turn away from their sin and turn to God, you cannot expect a blessing. And makikita natin yan as we go uh, on the last part of our message. But think about this, na, wala tayong time, no? But let's go back to Daniel, for example. Punta tayo kay Daniel. And tatay uh, sa Daniel chapter 5. I just want to show you an example, no? Kung paano totoo itong bagay nito. Daniel chapter 9, rather. No? Daniel chapter 9, verse, verse 1. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, by descent of Amid, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, perceive in the books the number of years that, according to the word of the Lord, to Jeremiah the prophet, must pass before the end of the desolation of Jerusalem, namely, 70 years. Now notice, and I would like you to pay attention to, uh, to the heart of Daniel. Then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking Him by prayer, and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession. If you would, circle that word, confession. Saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love Him and keep His commandments, we have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from Your commandments and rules. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. To you, O Lord, belongs righteousness, but to us, open shame. As at this day, to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and to all Israel, those who are near and those who are far away, in all the lands to which you have driven them, because of the treachery that they have committed against you. To us, O Lord, belongs open shame. To our kings, to our princess, to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. Now we could go on, no? But what, what have you noticed sa prayer ni Daniel? What kind of heart does he have? Well, as you would, as you would read the life of Daniel, okay, in contrast to other prophets, wala kang makikita pangit ang masamang tinapay ka Daniel. Diba? Wala, wala kang makikita. Try to read Daniel chapter 1 to 12. It's seemingly parang walang, walang weakness, walang failure si Daniel sa kanyang record. Na? But as you know, if you read David, obviously, kay Bathsheba, yung counting of the people. Abraham, yung kanyang pagsisnungaling. But when you read Daniel, parang blameless siya. Pero anong sabi niya dito? I made confession. We have sinned. We have rebelled. No? He has that penitent, repentant heart before the Lord. And as you will read in Daniel chapter 9, pagdating natin sa verse 20, 20, while I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, presenting my plea before the Lord my God for the holy hill of God, while I was speaking in prayer, the man, Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the first, came to me in swift flight at the time of the evening sacrifice. 
And as you will see, the vision of 70 weeks will be revealed kay Daniel. He knew the 70 years, but the 70 weeks, na, yung prophecy na pinag-aralan natin uh, sa book of Revelation, na, that was revealed after this prayer. So ano isang lesson dito? God will not show you, okay, His word if you don't have a right heart. I could put it this way, a repentant heart is the foundation for God's blessing of revelation or knowledge. And alam nyo, the same thing is true, no? As we go, let's look at another example. Punta tayo sa Nehemiah. Some of you uh, have uh, finished reading this book. But we see the same pattern, no? In the men of God who are used by God. And gusto ko lang ilay itong foundation na to, no? Regarding uh, the repentance. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and went and mourned for days, and I continued fasting and saying before the God of heaven, and I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love Him and keep His commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant, that I now pray before day, you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember that the word that you've, you commanded your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Now I was the king's cupbearer. And true enough, no, pagdating sa chapter 2, will God answer the prayer of Nehemiah? Yes, indeed. But my argument is that this is not possible without Nehemiah having a repentant heart. And di ba totoo, as we even reflect on our own, can you receive salvation without admitting that you are a sinner? Without acknowledging your sin? Without humbling yourself? Telling God that you deserve His punishment? And then pleading His mercy? Remind it. You cannot receive Christ until you let go of sin. Which is really repentance. No? Unless you turn away from sin, you cannot turn to the Savior. And the same thing is true, na ito yung nilalay daw sa book of Zechariah. That their returning to the Lord is the condition whereby God could finally bless them. Bless them. And so as we come to our application, no, yun ang ating tanong. No, do you want God's blessing? Do you want God to bless you? No? No? Do you want God to bless you? Do you want to realize the promises of God upon your life? Well, here's the thing. You, God, wants you to return to Him. Return to Him. Uh, we know that God is faithful. And if you return to Him with repentance and obedience, you will experience His blessing. Ano sabi ng Isaiah? God's hand 
is not short that it cannot save. Amen? But your sins have separated you between you and your God so that He cannot save. So, ano yung God wants to save. Amen? God wants to bless. Pero ano nagiging hindrance? It's our sin. There's a third truth no, I'd like you to notice found in verse 4, 5, and 6. And that is, God wants His people to repent. Repent. Verse 1, uh, verse 4, Do not be like your fathers to whom the former prophets cried out. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not hear or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did, 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 not, did they not overtake your fathers? And then yung, yung response. So they repented, okay, referring to, the gen, to this generation, and said, As the Lord of hosts purposed to deal with us for our ways and deeds, so has He dealt with us. So my positive, uh, positive uh, note no, to end. There is the thing. There are three things no, that were addressed by God in this statement. Obviously, the idea of returning and repenting is kind of the same. No? But here, no, pansin ninyo, napaka-direct niya. Do not be like your fathers. Now, this might be referring to the fathers of yeah, the captivity. Yung mga kinausap ni Jeremiah na, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Pero anong ginawa nila? Yeah, seek the Lord. The people na sinabi, na, ni, sinabi ni Isaiah, diba, Do not fear. No? Trust in the Lord. Anong ginawa nila? They did not. In fact, nilagarin nila si Isaiah sa dalawa. Diba? Sa Jeremiah, inapon nila sa Egyptian. Yun ang ginawa nila. Do not be like your fathers. Or we could go back into Israel's history. No? Uh, the, the, the former kings no? who erected a, a, ano ba, a golden calf no? and worship. No? Or even go back no? sa panahon ni, ni, ni uh, ni Joshua, in which they serve, or the book of Judges, and they serve these different false gods. Or even in Panahon Pani Moses, when they doubted God in Kadesh Barnea. No? There are a lot of negative examples for crying out loud uh, for them not to follow. No? And by the way, no, it's amazing. The Bible is filled with more people of not to follow rather than people to follow. As you read your Bible, uh, God yeah, tells us what man in his, own, in his own can do, and that is he falls into sin. So do not be like them. Now particularly, do not be like them, number one, in their disobedience. Alam natin yan, and napag-aralan natin yan. They were just blatantly disobedient. Sinabi ng Panginoon, punta kayo sa kanan, saan nila punta? Sa kaliwa. Sinabi niya, huwag niyo sasambahin ng Diyos, Diyos na to. Sino siya naman? Sasambahin nila. Yeah. Sa mag magtiwala sa Egyptyo. Sa sila magtitiwala, magtitiwala sila sa Egyptyo. Ano parang talagang bent, no? Ah, reverse psychology. Sige, wag niyo na ako sambahin. Baka naman sambahin nila, no? Pero we know their history, no? They were very disobedient. And God uh, God does not uh, means words, no? Sabi niya, "Thus you shall return from your evil ways." You know, sabi niya, "From your evil deeds." Yun ang message niya kina Isaiah, Jeremiah, and the other prophets. But ano sabi niya? But they did not hear. The idea there is that sarado yung mga tenga na lang. They did not even pay attention. Di man nga sila lumingon eh. This is the picture of stiff neck. Uh, sa sobrang, sobrang tigas ng batok nila, di man nga sila makalingon eh. No? Ganun sila katigas. 
And God reminds the, this generation, do not be like them. Do not be like them in their disobedience. Now, there's a, there's a second uh, implication here, verse 5. Uh, where are your fathers? Where are they? Nasaan yung mga tatay na yon? Well, obviously, they're gone. Patay na sila. And there's another question. The prophets, the prophets who prophesied, do they live forever? The answer is, wala na. So, uh, God is reminding them of the reality that life is brief. No? There's a time limit. And the implication here is that this, there might be an attitude in God's people na, ay, saka na lang ako magsisisi. Saka na lang, bukas na lang. No? Uh, in fact, there, there is that feeling, no, pag, pag nag-aralan natin Isaiah Jeremiah, that there's, there's some delay, that, that Israel will just want to consider other options. Tingnan ko muna ibang options. Baka may mas magandang solusyon, mas magandang, mas magandang, ano, mas magandang action. So, hindi ko muna sasundin ng Panginoon. Saka na lang kapag all else fail. But anong reminder here? You know what? You repent from your de- delay. Kasi anong tinuturan sa mga bata? To delay is actually to disobey. Delaying tactics is disobedient tactics. No? So don't be like them. Repent also of delaying. Kasi anong idea? Who knows kung meron ka pa talagang time. Ano sabi sa Proverbs? Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Ano sabi sa James? What is your life? Is it but a day poor? And by the way, no, the idea of bringing the prophets is the idea na you could only also repent okay, as God, God's messengers are ministering. Nakamatayan na ni Isaiah. Nakamatayan na ni Jeremiah. Hindi pa rin sila sumunod, nagsisip. And there's a, an implied delay there. So repent also of their delay. And then finally, verse 6. Speaking of that uh, brevity of life, notice naman yung uh, security of the Word of God or yung uh, eternality of the Word of God. Verse 6, But my words, in contrast to people and prophets that has an end, or at least their life here on earth has an end, sabi dyan, my words and my statutes, the very words that they did not pay attention to here, which I commanded to you, did they oh, did not overtake your fathers? The idea is that, did they not surpass the life of your fathers? And the answer is, yes! Diba? Wala na yung mga ama, wala na yung mga propeta, pero salita ng Diyos, nandyan pa. Ang gaya nung binasa kanina dito, boy, the word of the Lord is proven true. It will pass. Okay? Not one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the Lord till all be fulfilled. God's word will endure. Huh? Even our very lives. Uh, my servants, the prophets, did they not overtake my fathers? So, and there's a kind of another shot here. If you go back to the previous generation, they disobeyed because they doubted God's word. So do not be like your fathers in their disobedience. Do not be like your fathers in their delay. And do not be like your fathers in their doubt of God's word. Hindi nila pinakinggan ang salita ng Diyos. Whereas ang salita ng Diyos hindi nagbabago. At ang salita ng Diyos magaganap po. Magunaw man ang mundo. Diba? And uh, true enough, no, yun din po yung dapat natin gawin sa ating buhay. 
Kung gusto po nating manumbalik sa Panginoon, kailangan nating pagsisihan anumang disobedience, anumang delay, at anumang doubt na meron tayo sa ating Panginoon. Kasi hindi tayo talaga makakapanumbalik sa Kanya kung may Kanya. If I could put it very simply, di ba sa isang relasyon, kung may duda ka, hindi talaga marirestore yung, yung masaya niyong pagsasama. Tama? Kung pa-delay-delay ka no, sa pagsunod or pagganap ng katungkulan mo, hindi magiging maayos yung sama niyo. Lalo na kung magdi-disobey ka. No? Uh, anak, sa magulang, or even sa mag-asawa, kung hindi mo sinusunod yung dapat, hindi magiging maayos yung relasyon. You cannot expect a wonderful, joyful, blissful relationship. And so is with God. We cannot allow disobedience, delay, and doubt creep in in our relationship. And ang kagandahan, as we see here, verse 6, ito yung response ng mga, mga Israelites. So they repented. Amen. Di ba? Amen. And they said, As the Lord of hosts purposed to deal with us for our ways, indeed, so has He dealt with us. And as we shall see, no, and as we have actually uh, saw already, they will rebuild the temple. Not just because of the conviction na kailangan nilang gawin yung responsibility nila, but even the comfort that God will return, God remembers, and God blesses them. So as we end, no, ito yung ating conclusion. <clears throat> ito yung ating conclusion. Sige po. Uh, ayun, is there any disobedience? Nalit tayo, no? <laughs> Delay and doubt in relation to God in your life. God wants you to repent. Okay, in conclusion, <clears throat> God remembers and God blesses at His appointed time. Yan ang natutunan natin, no? But here's the thing. God or you must return to Him. Mangyayari lang po yan kung manunumbalik tayo sa Kanya. Nalangin tayo. Diyos Ama, maraming salamat po sa pagkakato na magpagaraming salita para comfort that indeed, Lord, you would return to us, that you remember us, that you would bless us at your appointed time. The only condition, Lord, that needs to be met is our repentance. So, Father, I pray, would you indeed create in us a clean heart, O Lord? Would you renew our right spirit within us so that we may experience the fullness of your blessings? May you, O Lord, as we continue to study the book of Zechariah, lift up the Lord Jesus Christ with a message of hope and comfort. And uh, Father, help us, Lord, to rebuild, uh, rebuild perhaps, Lord, uh, our spiritual lives, rebuild our service here in our church, and uh, rebuild, Lord, your work uh, in our midst. And so, Father, once again, we ask for this, your blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.